You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. To the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, aka Chocolate Blonde, aka Jizzle. And I'm your handsome co-host, Young Suave Sutra, aka Don Suave, aka Suave Mente, aka COVID Free. You know me, sponsored by Fever Tree. What's up, Jizzle? What spot? Hold up, hold up, shitty Don. When did we get a sponsor? I mean, we've had sponsors. Well, but I'm, now... I'm sponsored. Oh, so now you're sponsored. And who yeah. are you sponsored by this time? <laughs> it's amazing how you come up with these sponsors for yourself. So who who's sponsoring you this week? Fever Tree Ginger Beer. Fever Tree it's, Ginger it's refreshing, Beer. Refreshingly light, not just refreshing. And it's it's on point. You know, you can find it at your local store. <laughs> okay, so you have no information on the shit that's sponsoring you, but you want to bring up the name Fever Tree. Fever Tree Google for it. people who like ginger beer, just drinking ginger beer. Straight up. Most I like it with Moscow mules, but hey, do you? Well, we Moscow without the mule in 2020. Well, it's gross. You need to make that a Moscow mule. But anyways, mm. hope everyone had a great week. Welcome to episode 64. Like Nintendo. Really? Yeah, 64 bit. Yeah, I know. I got it. I hate the This might be a long episode, people. Thanks. But yeah, I hope you all had a great weekend or a great week. Um, same old stuff going on. COVID. Yeah. NBA playoffs. We got football. We got this political shit going on that's giving me a headache. Mm. Um, I'm kind of tired. This is my thing. My theory has always been actions speak louder than words. So my head hurts when when it's like a political year because I get tired of hearing from both sides, all sides, anybody's side, just what they're going to do, what we're going to need to do. Like my head hurts. Yeah. So like I just want people, I really want everybody to shut the fuck up right now. It's really getting annoying to the point where it's like, be quiet. Can we just get a moment of silence? Because it's too much. It's too much going on. 2020 is way too much. Way too much. And I guess why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling because my my heart is a little heavy. I'm a little disappointed right now with that Breonna Taylor verdict. That kind of messed me up. That messed me up. Um, as black people, we tired. We just tired. I'm tired. But it's so much chaos going on on top of Black Lives Matter and 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 then the 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 virus and then it's a political year it's like it's a lot mm. it's a lot like i know mental health for people has got to be at the highest peak and anyone who's suffering or going through things get help it's okay we get it this is stuff that we've never gone through before all at one time this is all at one time so you don't know if, you don't know if people are trying to help you save your life with the COVID, or is it a political thing or this or that like it's so much damn confusion going on right now yeah and it it's to the point where it's like would y'all just shut the fuck up and after november 3rd let's talk because that's how i feel 
because I feel like the political part is overshadowing everything else that's going on. Like it's just took over. It's like this it's party got to win, that party got to win. We got to prove this part. Same thing with the Supreme Court. Um, rest in peace. She passed away. RDG. And um, or did I say that backwards? <laughs> did I say RGD? GB? I think I got it right. <laughs> It's RGB. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, my head hurts. Mm. So she passed away. Now all of a sudden, there's this big rush to get someone in. And it's just like everything is in chaos. Like everything's a state of urgency, a state of an emergency. Everything is just like we're just reacting to everything. I just, I just, we need a moment of silence. Yeah. We, just a moment of silence. Like, can people just shut the fuck up for like a minute? Only way to do that is turn off all your screens. And I do that. Like, I, I have no yeah. problem not looking at my phone or posting stuff on social. I have no problem with that. I only do it because of comedy and things like that. But I have no problem shutting off. But there's other people that don't know how to sh- shut it off. Other people, Some people, that's they. And so it's like. They were. It's a lot going on. So all I'm saying is 2020 has been wild. And it's still, it's only September. And it's getting wilder. It's like it's not. It's not yeah. like it's. It's not like it's calming down. It's like you turn around. You're like, damn. Here's another thing. What? What the hell? It's what? gonna get real wild in October. <sighs> right. I'm just tired of the political shit. I'm sick of it. Like Have I'm you noticed, not a, like back in my day, back the old in the, day, yeah, back in the old days. Oh my god. Whatever. I don't, know, I don't know if you remember, but it used to be like you probably what you did the sirens. What you did politically was like your business right no one it was knew. like talking about like right but now it's like people wear it on their sleeve they every post on social media is this is my view you know just trying to incite some sort of thing going back and forth when it used to be you kind of hold that dear you vote based on policy ideals whatever you based on what fits you and right. your lifestyle what you feel in your views and, and people could be married to each other right and have opposite political and never views discuss it and just never discuss it or even maybe have intelligent conversation about it without raising their voice thank you but now it's just like it's out of control it's to the point where it's like it's ridiculous it's like i am used to, i love diversity i love different people i love being around different people my best friends are all different races, cultures. I'm diverse all day long. And I love that. I, I'm, I'm just disappointed right now. It's because this political stuff is starting to divide even that. And like you're saying, you could have different political views, but it always kept to ourselves and everybody was still able to rock with each other. And it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't one of those where I can't talk to her now. Yeah. She oh she likes Trump oh she likes Biden that's it don't even swipe right I'm not you, right <laughs> that's what I mean it's like so you mean you can't have yeah it's, so it's just way and then it bleed it's bleeding into sports it's bleeding into it's everywhere like mask and no mask is bleeding into just every single thing backing into a parking space versus driving forward exactly <laughs> oh so you back up oh you de- you democrat for sure yeah oh you just pull out oh you republican yeah for sure oh why are you wearing blue it's like crips and bloods at this point yeah. why are you wearing blue I, I rock red like fuck we yeah. gangs now is that what's going on i'm just i'm over it so i'm just to maintain my peace and sanity thank god i have comedy i have a show friday late geneva um and I'm excited with that. I'm working with PV Smiley, one of my 
very very good friends so it's gonna be a good time but if you i'm glad i have that outlet have this podcast and i also have a sense of reality and know how to step away and look at all this nonsense that's going on but i know there's people that don't know how to separate it can't figure it out but i just wish some people just shut up like just can y'all just be quiet y'all making it worse like it's it's like everything's on a, a hundred <laughs> it's like everything's on a hundred mm. and i think part of it is because of this virus too because we've been locked in so well not i ain't gonna lie here in wisconsin we've been pretty lucky we've been able to really still have some type of normalcy in life and moving around because we in like phase 4.1 whatever oh, yeah, the hell 4.1. that means i don't know what that means again i told you i don't know i just like throwing it out to make it seem like i know what i'm talking about right but i mean we're able to get out but then the virus is not helping because then we don't know is there a vaccine do we not need a vaccine what's going on no one understands the fight like we're just in the unknown hmm. the big unknown for 2020. but in the process of the unknown i wish people some people would just be quiet and just just be quiet sometimes it's good to sit still and listen and meditate. pay attention and meditate and observe <laughs> go for long walks like take a moment and step out and just drink a glass of water right drink a glass of breathe. water breathe do like, human shit. like damn do some real human stuff like stop getting caught up in all this drama where you see people on social media i go on twitter they're going in i'm like do, do you have anything better to do than all they doing this and that that happened with the lockdown because Normally you sit around your family and your friends and talk about stuff, but through all that period, all people did was go on social media because they couldn't or didn't get, they weren't around there, anybody. No, they weren't. So they, they were weren't. just on social media, reading stuff, posting it, sharing right. it, commenting. Right. And now that's, I can't, I can't go on Facebook. I can't say <laughs> I, I do not like it's, Facebook. I only go on there, like I said, because I have my Nola J fan page. Please like it. Please support it. But my regular page, I I go on there just because certain people still tag me on stuff, but I'm not on. I used to be on there a lot, like back in the day when it started. Yeah, I'd be on the timeline doing stuff. And now it feels good. It feels good sometimes just put my phone on the side and just get into something else, get into something creative, move around, do something different, period. Mm. Go people watch, go for a walk. I'll go down because I have Lake Michigan. I'll go take a long walk down by the lake, listen to a good podcast, listen to some music, listen to a new album. I'll do anything than to listen to this bullshit that's going on right now. I don't want to hear it anymore. I really don't. And as an adult, I come to, I, I realize there's some people who are not smart enough, intelligent enough to come up with their own ideas and their own minds and they're not their own people. But at some point we got to be adults, put on our big girl and big boy pants <laughs> and make a decision which way you're going to go, shut up about it and continue being a good person and, and still want justice and right things to happen to people that we should. Like at some point we got to come back to being human beings and stop this gang mentality, like we against each other. Oh, you Democrat, you Republican. And I'm not either or, I'm gonna be honest. I've never claimed either or. I go with what I go with. So just that it's it's messed up because they, it's just, it's, it's messed up. 2020 is just a fucked up year. It is for but, this. But it's necessary. But 
that's what I was about to say. In this crazy general rant we're having, um, it's so necessary. And it's so another comic friend I was talking to, he said, ironically, number 45 is going to make America great again because we've been exposed right now. And so much is coming out and people are learning. Like, there's no way but to go up from all this this nastiness because it's nothing but nastiness going on right now. I mean, this shit is nasty. I'm like, whoa, like this is some nasty shit going on here. And we and the and number forty five is the leader of the pack. He say some crazy shit too. You be like, damn. So, it is necessary, but I'm kind of over it now. I'm ready for November third, so we can get one piece out the way, and then hopefully, I'm hoping after election we could get more insight on the virus. And then we have to move forward on Black Lives Matter, justice, and all that. We got a long way to go. But I just want the elections to be over so we know where we stand, what we're fighting with, and what we're working with. Because right now, everybody's just talking, saying everything that sounds great and good. But things still are not happening right. Like that Breonna Taylor, no one gets indicted. That one police gets indicted, but it's not for killing her. It's for him shooting in other apartments it don't even make sense and just because you gave the largest settlement in history of 12 million dollars is not going to justify that this young lady was shot 10 times killed in her own crib and the problem is you got that 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 ag or whatever he is in kentucky the black dude who's republican once again it's some political stuff part of like i'm over it i'm over it I'm over it. Like all this shit is political. There's no, there is no way that that young lady should have went out like that. Period. There's no way. That 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 Brianna Taylor that broke my heart today. I'm like, wow, nothing. And they broke down the law. Well, America is built on racist stuff, so the law was never made for us to begin with. So you gonna find the loopholes and all that. I mean, it's gonna take a lot to clean up our problem. It's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take a lot. Yeah. But and it's being exposed because you can see it. It's being exposed. Everyone's getting exposed in 2020. But I'm just tired of people talking. I'm about action. Stop talking and do something. I'm sick of people talking. All the people that keep talking and talking and talk, do something. Well, the Show talking, something. the talking is not gonna stop because when there's I know chaos, I know that. I know. When there's chaos, it's gonna be people jockeying for position to get in where they can fit in. So it's always gonna be some sort of. Of course it is. I just say my models always actually speak louder than words. Period. And we're doing too much talking, and there's not enough doing. There's a whole bunch of talking, whole bunch of nonsense, a whole bunch of confusion, a whole bunch of lies, news that's not correct. Just it's just a bunch of chaos. And 2020 is a chaos year. It is what it is. So that is like partially my rant and what I had to get out, but. That Brianna thing just happened, and it just bothered me. And as a black person, and you black too, and Native American, we are. We tired, man. We tired. We knew it was. We knew there was some bullshit in the game when they gave the twelve million. When I said gave the twelve million, I was like, dang, they're not gonna charge these cats. And it's like, and it's crazy because it's like you've admitted in everything from the twelve million, even from when they went down to seeing how they. Um, came to the conclusion it came to because of the law. Y'all all admitted that you pretty much killed this young lady, but y'all using the law to get out of it. 
Y'all didn't admit it. Twelve million? Come on, man. See, I immediately get skeptical when it becomes national news because, from my perspective, all of these cases that are made into a big deal they have some asterisk that's there. So immediately, I know that this is gonna it's gonna be in a way that, that a lot of people aren't gonna be happy with. So, I mean. If if some change is gonna have to gonna happen, it has to be based on something that was cut and dry, that's made public. Um, Cause the thing is, there's always there's always like a there's always like some one little thing about laws, it. <clears throat> these laws and everything went made with black people and my, people of color. I'm not gonna say black people in color. The laws, America, United States, the Constitution, all that was not made with us in mind. A people of color. Period. That shit was written so damn long ago. Some of these laws that they have passed. And then a lot of this, I know people preach the vote, but it is true. Who you getting voted in? This this fool, this Uncle Tom fool from Kentucky. I don't fuck with him, Uncle Tom. He's big Trump supporter. Remember, he was all in the Republican convention and all that. Um, he was voted in. So that's what I'm saying. It's like there, there's a lot of things that now hopefully we're getting educated as well, which I knew this. I voted. I've been voting. I looked at my voter. They not they sent your voter history in the mail. <laughs> so I guess that's the which is good. I never paid attention to it. And it was they like, know oh, that? I thought it was. Yeah, anonymous. they got the whole history. I've been voting since I was 18. They didn't list all the years, blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is this is why voting is important. And I'm not and we're not talking about the larger scale we're talking about the smaller ones in your state in your city your your the people in the courts and all that so this is opening up like we do have to pay attention like even though it's not a presidential election there's other important elections besides his or theirs or she or he or whoever is going to be i've got to be gender uh neutral neutral i don't know whoever it, it could be, be it right, whatever it could be <laughs> but what i'm saying is like we do have to pay attention to that because that fool was voted in and that fool went through what he went through and he's a Trump supporter. And once again, that's why I feel like this shit is political. And that's why I can't it's wait. All, it's all political. I know that, but that's why I can't wait for this political year to be over with so we can really see what's really... We're not going to see everything that's going on, but it'll be a little bit more clear. Because right now, it's in like everybody just want to win. Everybody want to win. And, and can't everybody win? And the losers is us, the people. We sit back like the, either way it go between between Biden and, and and number forty-five. I mean, it's still two white dudes. I mean, the good thing with Biden is he does have a sister as a vice president. I mean, <laughs> but what I'm saying is we still in reality, we still with two white dudes. <laughs> like who have it all. <laughs> like they don't have these issues that we have. They can't relate to it. And, and number 45 has showed he don't give up. He don't give a fuck. He's straight up. He's not politically correct. He said how it is. He just went after, um, was it the New York senator? Or is the one from Minnesota? I can't, the one from Ethiopian. Ethiopia. God, what is her name? I can't remember right now off the top of my head. But um, she made a comment and he was like, how's your country? So he was insinuating like you're an immigrant, you immigrant, you're not even from like he just attacked people. He do some low blows. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? Low blows. So we just 2020 is just wild. So I guess 
what I really have to say to wrap it up. Production company. Okay. And uh, he had a studio, and he would record, uh, you know, songs for Ray Charles' company. I don't think that's the company he he submitted uh, the song that he got with Quincy Jones with. I think he might have switched companies. But, uh, yeah, he invited. In fact, uh, I played on some of the stuff that he, he recorded in his studio. I met Ray Charles. Ray Charles would walk in the studio like he could see because he knew it was his studio. So he knew where everything was. So he just walk in and start talking, go behind the board, sit down and play with the buttons and stuff. And I was like, wow, can he? he, he I think he, I think Ray Charles can see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's where he, that's he didn't actually play on stage with him. Uh, okay, so he played, in... played. You know, Rich Charles played piano. He didn't need anybody else playing with him. You know. Well, that was in one of his credits, so I just brought it up, and it said that he played keyboards for Ray Charles. You just clarified that he just played for one of his production companies, but he did have interaction with Ray Charles because you got to see Ray Charles as well. well you know, I, I I've been watching. My good friend Harvey Skills and, and another good friend of mine that passed recently, and I'm looking at the news and their bios. It, you know, they're not accurate. I don't know who gives them all this information, but, you know, it's not that accurate. Like, even James in his resume, his bio, I'm, the band that, that, that connected him staying in Los Angeles until he met Quincy Jones and Ray Charles, we're not even mentioned, you know. Yeah, you're not uh, mentioning James because, Ingram's uh, Wikipedia page either. No, not at all. And and we're 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 the ones who told James he was a singer and made him sing. We didn't make him sing, but we said, "Hey, you're the singer. You're the lead singer." Right. And uh, he said, "No, I'm not." And we, we said, "Yes, you are." And then after you heard us sing, he said, "Okay, I am." So that was sarcasm. That was a uh, humor in there. Hello. Oh, oh yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yep, that was funny. Yeah. Okay. statement, though. You said, "Yeah, I didn't think I sung that good either." Then I heard you guys singing, and then I thought maybe I am a pretty good singer. And he sang, and we did a whole album. We got a whole album on James, uh, un unreleased material on James. You know, because he, he was in the band, so and he was singing lead, and uh, yeah, some good stuff. That's why I say he's my number one singer because I I heard what he can really do. He really stretched out a, a cover band because, uh, like I've always said, a cover band is better than a a star because a cover band can sing. Uh, James, for instance, he could sing everybody's song, every hit that came out. We did all the hits. And every one, he could sing them. Whereas you take uh, 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 Keith Sweat or uh, any other guys, they sing their stuff perfectly. But let the, let's, let Keith Sweat sing Stevie Wonder or let Stevie Wonder try to do Barry White. I mean, you know, cover well, I band. Got, I got a question about the cover band then. Okay. Let's say Keith Sweat doesn't mm -hmm. want to sing Stevie Wonder and all that. What are the benefits of being a cover band and singing other people's music? Do you become successful? What does it lead for you being a cover band? Is it 
It means that you're working and you're making money until you can be do your own. Like James, he he made a living in a cover in cover bands until he got a chance to do something different. You know, what it means is you're not you're not working at a job and not honing your craft because as a cover band you're you're getting better and better and better and better all the time so whenever you do whatever it is you want to do you want to record even if you record like 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 uh american idol okay they go up there they get a record deal they make all this money but they go on stage they're amateurs they haven't they haven't done it the first thing they did was get famous you know, so a cover band is not, it may not be your, your ultimate goal, but that's what makes you the best. That just keeps you uh, fresh, updated, keeping you in shape. This is like a, a basketball player. Right. You, can, you, can, you can sit around and wait for the big contract. You get the big contract, you go out there, and, and, the, and the worst player on the team will run you raggedy. Because you've been sitting around on the bench waiting. Well, nowadays you know, it's about being famous first and then your craft. So it's a little backwards right. nowadays. So now you have to gain all these with social media and everything else. You gain all your followers, your people, your liking. You become famous, and then you have to show your skills, which is backfiring on a lot of people because then they get exposed. A lot of people get disappointed when they see their idols go out there because they're they're amateurs. Right. You know, Glassstein, the Pips, James Brown, the OJs, all these people, they they performed for 10 years before they made it. And so when they made it, that's why they was they, they had staying power. That's why you went to see you went to see them. They didn't even have to have a song out. You go see them because they show fantastic. You right. know, I can Turner. They 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 worked, you know. They didn't have a lot of big hits, but you can't, you went to see them. They made their money live. You don't have to make you don't have to make a dime on your records. Uh, you could you make your money live. Back in those days, you made more money performing than you did on a record. And record now, it's the give you all your now it's the opposite. Everybody has to go on tour because the record sales. There's no there's all the streaming and everything else that's going on. People are not buying yeah. records like that. So they have to go on tour. They have right. to. And that's it's a little different from back in the day where they're making other money from the records. Now they have to make money on these tours or break even or something. All right. Well, let's move on to um, Harvey Scales. Now, I know you said the news and all that have been having it wrong. So I'm going to go ahead and read what the Milwaukee Journal has written about Harvey Scales. And then we can talk from there. Harvey Scales. This is a um, headline. Milwaukee's Godfather of Soul, writer of the hit Disco Lady, has died at 77. And then it says Harvey Scales was dubbed Milwaukee's Godfather of Soul, and across a six-decade career, he lived up to the title. The singer played swinging gigs with his band, The Seven Sounds, well into the 70s, including a Summerfest show as recent as 2017. He co-wrote the 1976 platinum hit Disco Lady for Johnny Taylor and had another hit, Love Itis, covered by the Jay Giles Band. He did work for the legendary soul labels Chess Records and Stack Records and was even sampled by the Beastie Boys. 
Scale 77 died Monday afternoon in Milwaukee Hospital after first becoming ill in December with kidney failure and pneumonia. Based in Atlanta, Scales was in Milwaukee for medical reason and was able to spend the last weeks visiting uh, family and friends. And then um, they go on to talk about uh, his son, talks about his, his music. Um, Harvey was born in Arkansas in 1941. And he went to North Division, that's what they said, and Roosevelt Middle School. And I believe Harvey is the, I, I might get this wrong. Didn't he, isn't he the first to own his, um, help me with this. Don't he own his, something with Disco Lady. Is there something like he made a, a, a you gotta help me with this, man. Something with Disco Lady. <laughs> well, Disco Lady was the first certified Platinum 45 in history. That's yeah, the only thing are... first about that. He, I don't think Harvey was the first owner of anything else. Ray Charles was the first owner of his own masters. Uh, so I don't know what that could mean. Okay, well, I'll, I'll keep digging and figure it out. But you can tell me what you know about Harvey. Is that pretty much true, or did they get something wrong? That was a good write-up there. That All that was pretty accurate there. That's the most accurate one I've heard. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, this is it. Okay, this says the first song certified as platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. So you were right. That's what that was, I guess, in 1976. Right. And you mentioned Stax Records, which you was just talking about. And they talked about Chess Records, which you were talking about earlier. And weren't you part of the Seven Sounds? Yeah, not the original Seven Sounds, but yeah, I played with Harvey at Seven Sounds. He had he had uh, new Seven Sounds mixed in with old players, original Seven Sounds. Uh, in fact, my band right now, I, I have a Rudy Jacobs on guitar. He's original Seven Sounds. Okay. So yeah. how did you meet Harvey? Where did you guys meet? How did this start? Oh, I've met him at one of his gigs. Uh, oh, we in fact, we did a gig together back when uh, we were in. Uh, it was a club here called The Turning Point, and uh, it was brand new. It was state of the art. They had lights coming, receding into the ceiling. That was new. Beams was shooting off, down off on the 20, floor. Off of 20th and Father Light. Off, off, right there on Pondelac. Um, That's tw about twentieth and Pondelac in that area. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and uh, and we were the hottest team band. Uh, I guess we might have even been out of high school, just out of high school, and they were the they were the hot Seven Sounds, Harvey and the Seven Sounds. They were just the hottest band in the Midwest, They're actually in the country. And uh, so we opened, we opened uh, Turning Point. We might have been the second act there, but it was somewhere in the beginning. First or second act, Satin Dow, Milwaukee's own Satin Dow from the uh, Duke Ellington Orchestra and uh, Cricket. Uh, they were the MCs and, and uh, you know, of the show. And that's when I actually, I guess, met Harvey. I might have, no, nah, I probably knew him before then. I can't remember. I was, I was a teenager when I met Harvey. Do you remember what year this was? 
as a turning point. That should have been 60, probably 68. 68. Six, no, okay. no, maybe 69. 69, I think it was. 69 or 70, somewhere in there. 69. 68 or 69. Not too good with memories on times. Yeah, you got. But I need you to give some years so we, so people get a gist of, you know, what era was, we talking about. It had to be. Well, let me see. Was I still in high school? I think it was 69. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> you, have, you ain't got <laughs> Everything happened in 69. Okay, cool. We just go with 69. We'll go with 69. Cool. And then, yeah, well, let's say 69. Cool. Let's check the archives and find out when Turning Point opened. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And it's ridiculously easy to use. Even my chocolate blind self can use it. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I um, I love it. It's simple. You know, I'm an airhead. So I just put things together, has all the tools you need. I can distribute this to all kind of platforms. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can have your podcast there. So if you always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm. FM slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com. <laughs> he didn't win his first championship until five years in the league. You know what's so funny? <laughs> I, I was talking to Pop today, and I was like, well, you know, the last two um, episodes in on Sunday, so what are we going to watch on Sundays? What, what are we going to replace? I was trying to figure out what we are going to place on Sundays. I said, we're going to watch Magic Johnson. I said, but Magic Johnson does not have a 10-part documentary, so yeah, what, yeah. what do I mean? He's like, well, we can watch YouTube. So we go sit here and watch YouTube of Magic Johnson. So that's, the, that's the generation gap right there. He's got Magic, you've got Jordan, and I got Kobe. So I guess we just got to even I have part out. of Jordan. I have part of um, Kobe, though. I got part of Jordan, too. Right. And he kind of has part of Jordan. He doesn't acknowledge that, if you didn't notice. No, he, he broke down it. a little bit, but... He, but, you know, at the beginning of his career, he's like, well, you know, Magic, he came in. He won a championship his first Whatever. Played okay. All, played all five positions. So, Last Dance has been really good. I hope everybody's watching it. It's been dope. I've been, I've really been enjoying it. This is the first series of anything on TV I've watched in probably got to be seven years. But it's, I think it's really good for the fact that can y'all stop comparing LeBron to MJ? We done now. This shuts down.